0: Hey, Dupes, who's our favorite and number one presenter of the podcast? Hey, you already know.
1: Liberty Distributors, tri West Virginia, paper towels, hand soap, toilet paper, you name it. You, they keep you clean. They keep you corona-free. They keep you happy. Let's go. Welcome back, everyone. We are here with... Season two, episode two, S two E two. Here with uh my buddy uh J- Juice Nixon. How are we doing, bud? Dude,
0: that sounded like a Star Wars character. I'm I'm a little out of
1: breath. dude.
0: T, <laughs> T- er, what what is it? S two E two. Yeah, S two.
1: That's my that's my uh Astromech droid. Dude,
0: you really just created a new Star Wars character. Actually, yeah. you you could draw something up and send it in, send it into the new, uh, the, the new storyline. Honestly, I watched um,
1: <clears throat> Rise of Skywalker again the other day, and I'm really anxious to see more movies come out. Do you, like, are they coming out with ones after like these events or before? Do you know? None it's on? all
0: it's it's an it's that the skywalker yeah i know, is like over. that
1: that's done with oh, but oh, like, oh. Would, like the events
0: of these movies be after honestly i i don't know i feel like how my understanding is is that it, it'll be in the same universe but i don't right. know i don't know if they'll talk about the old stuff as much though I, I, or or are they? Or are they doing it from someone else's perspective?
1: I really don't know. I mean, I think they'll definitely reference stuff a little bit. But at the same time, I think they're going to try to let whatever they do have its own little story. Um, now, if it's before the events of these <clears throat> past movies, like let's say it's like Old Republic time before episode one. Then they probably won't at all. It'll probably be its own little thing. But if it's like um, in the middle of like that time frame or afterwards, I I could see them referencing it a little bit just for the sake of fans because fans love that shit. Yeah, like when whether it be the tiniest little thing, like you see, I don't know, like a replacement part for see 3PO in the background yeah 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 people love that shit well
0: i saw on um it was instagram it was on one of those one of those accounts on the explore page that like quote unquote breaks news sometimes they're right sometimes they're completely wrong and um i saw that they they were going to have that uh, i don't know how you pronounce this dude's name Tykeet the he's a big time Uh, director (laughs) taika watiti taika, Waititi? <laughs> taika Waititi. i was gonna
1: say something like that
0: but but he did that jojo rabbit movie he did thor ragnarok and i guess he's supposed to do one of the next star wars movies honestly
1: ragnarok's like one of my favorite marvel movies i love the <clears throat> like comedic relief in it
0: and all that um dude we've never done it on here what's your marvel top five you just re-watched them all it should be God, f- dude i haven't finished
1: I'm like uh, whatever's after Ant-Man, I'm on that. Right. But Doctor
0: Strange. It, yeah. it it but it should be relatively easy. T- top top five. 5. It it, it maybe maybe it doesn't have to be in any particular order. Just what's your just
1: like what my favorite 5? What's your top 5? I'd have to go definitely I just said Ragnarok. Um Endgame just I love that fight scene at the end it's like incredible. the last time I watched it and they all showed up I literally like teared up dude the best oh. part
0: about the fight scene is, is like you see the fight scene you think the movie's almost over and if you've owned it or streamed it and you pause it at that moment to go pee or something yeah there's still like 53 minutes to oh, go oh
1: yeah dude that's a, that's a long <laughs> battle i i love it um this is hard um it is hard
0: uh, da, 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 da. You got the you got the Captain America movies. Right. You got Captain Marvel, Guardians. I love the
1: Captain America movies, but at the same time, I don't know if they're in my top five. Um, I'd have to say. I'm trying to pick an Iron Man.
0: Um, the Iron Man movies are so Yeah, good.
1: I'm gonna go with Iron Man. Three. Iron Man 3, Three is tough. Right um,
0: after the events, after the first Avengers movie, yeah, yeah, he, exactly. it's fucking with them so hard, dude. You exactly. can't stop thinking about it. Great movie,
1: bro. Um, which one's the one where with
0: uh, Sokovia? That's Winter Soldier, right? Well, no, the Sokovia. Well, Captain America. Are you talking about Civil War when Iron Man and or or are you no, talking when, about the, when they? Winter Soldier, I think. Yeah, that's yeah, a good movie. Yeah, dude. I love Winter Soldier. You're talking about the movie where Falcon gets introduced, right?
1: Yes, yeah. and um, Wanda and her brother, her oh. brother died. Where the 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 Wait, They get city. introduced. Oh shit! Yeah. They do
0: get introduced in that movie.
1: Actually, no, no. I'm thinking of Age of Ultron. Yeah, which is a great, yeah, great see, Marvel that, that, movie. That, Uh, That would be that'd be your fifth, the fourth out of five. I did Endgame, Ragnarok, Iron Man three. That the no particular order, but that's definitely one of them. Um, And then let's just say uh, I really like uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, dude.
0: Dude. Tig is spot on when he says, as a whole. He's talking about the first Ant-Man movie, but as a whole... I just love the characters. Dude. That Ant-Man movie it's is hilarious. an amazing movie on its own, like out of the Marvel Universe. It, it's, it, it's one of those movies that you could go to by yourself with your girlfriend, with your family, sit down and watch this movie, even if you've never seen any of the Marvel movies before, and be like, holy shit... Paul Rudd is incredible. Ti is incredible. Michael Pena, the the whole oh Michael Douglas too, and the the whole just the whole story, the comedy, how how they tie everything with all the characters, dude. Ant Man, Ant Man is a solid solid. Flick. I I love his uh, his friend, uh,
1: oh yeah, the Hispanic one, <laughs> Michael <laughs> I do, Pena. I love his his when he's the truth serum. He dude. gets the truth
0: serum. Um, and when oh, he when he starts remember. he sits down he's like they're like where did you hear this information he's like okay my cousin's girlfriend and the, the grandma <laughs> over at the aunt heard at the grocery store that this and he, he goes in mad detail at every point and and it's like they're just saying you got you got him going you gotta yeah, let it go now dude, there's no stopping it so i'll i'll give you my top five here in a sec but to cut off michael peña real quick have you ever seen chips with him and Dak Shepard. Yeah. That is a good. It
1: didn't get yeah. good ratings, bro. The uh, motorcycle. Yeah, cop, that, yeah, the California Th- Highway. That used to be a an show, old TV right? show. Yeah. yeah. I, so. I used to watch it when I was young. That's, really? Yeah. See, uh, so when that movie came out, I was actually really excited. Um, just because I remember. Uh, I don't even remember who the actors were. They were just. There was one kind of Hispanic one, like it was basically like the yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah. They just looked younger. But and um, Kristen Bell
0: looks damn good in that movie. It's so she? co- oh, she's the ex. She's Dax's wife in real life.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. It's I know. So cool, which dude. is insane to me.
0: They're they're, <laughs> they're like they're that power couple that doesn't flaunt it and is not out there. And the. I mean, they're both in the Hollywood scene, but they don't like, you don't hear them in any stories or anything like that. But to me, they're one of the most, one of my favorite celebrity couples there is. Yeah. Um, and I always forget they're together, honestly. I really
1: don't, never even thought of having a favorite uh, celebrity couple. Uh, they're just so like... It's awesome. Every time I think of someone, it's just like, oh, they're not even together anymore
0: right well be, un- <laughs> unfortunately the age we grew up in that's kind of how it is with relationships yeah, i know someone's getting their getting their dung tugged in the back alley and then go inside for a little uh circle jerk at the movie theater <laughs> that's just that's just that's just what goes on these days movie theaters causing way too many divorces man dude I- i'm i'm upset bro
1: because i don't think movie theaters are coming back i really don't i uh, honestly i'm Really, the only time I've ever go to them is for, uh... Big movie? Yeah. You like, and I have gone to a bunch the past couple months. Yeah. But still, like... Honestly, I, I really, it's only been like three times. three, four.
0: But, but for people, that's a lot, I yeah. feel like, to go to the when, movie theater.
1: When we were younger, it was like, uh... You wanted to, every weekend with your friends. I mean, dude, seventh and eighth grade, that's all we did. I know. Friday
0: and Saturday.
1: <laughs> I'm like uh, always hearing stories about these kids doing certain uh, activities in the movie theater. I'm like, how? Uh. Do, one, how do you pull this off? <laughs> I, I personally, the way I am, I could
0: never. Pull any of that shit off in the movie theater.
1: I know. Like, you ain't telling me no one in there is noticing something. I, I mean, mean,
0: you're going to hear something when a finger's like, <laughs>
1: <coughs> What the fuck?
0: Like, it's, it's just what? It's just, it just makes a sound. <laughs> yeah. And so will she. Makes it sound. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, but I think it was you at, I want to say it was you at the movie theater when we were younger. And it was when the mall was getting like reconstruction done on it we could have been in high school or something i feel like we were a little older but we went outside and like these gang of kids started fucking with us and we took off running yeah. around to the other side of the mall yeah i it was I just i had to be like eighth
1: grade yeah. seventh eighth grade yeah I, but I, I, I don't even remember what that was about just like And, like, 20 random kids just came up and just started, like...
0: And they were so much older than us. Causing shit. The one dude had, like, a shopping cart and was, like, shoving it into the door. And, like, the other dude was talking shit and started coming. And your dad was coming to get us. And we just took off running (laughs) to the other side. (laughs) Dad, help. Help. Dude, that was... dad will kick your ass, (laughs) man. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Dude, but um, remind me. I got to tell you about a movie that I watched on Netflix, but... My top five, probably, I would say one, Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm trying to do it in order in my head here. Guardians of the Galaxy 1, Civil War 2. I'm a big Doctor Strange fan.
1: I I do like Doctor Strange. Like I feel like there's so many movies that could be in my top five. I was just... Like it's hard to pick five real quick. Well, I just like that. fucked
0: up. I just I'm stuck already. I screwed up, so I might have to take Doctor Strange off. <laughs> See, oh, so I'm gonna go Ragnarok, <clears throat> Infinity War, and I want to say okay. I okay. want to say End Game, but to me, like Infinity War and End are one movie. Yeah, I
1: mean they really are it's so hard <clears throat> whenever i think of one like it's impossible not to have the other rate with it
0: because it's i i want age of ultron in there yeah
1: yeah that's a, i i put it in mind. you did yeah Yeah. okay
0: but, but I'm, I'm, i might have said six movies no i don't who cares dude we dude we're not politically correct on this show <laughs> But uh so yeah I I'll, I'll stick to my guns though. I'll put Endgame in there because I I I feel like if you actually if if you're a big Marvel head and you've seen all the movies, you still to this day could take if you wanted to watch two movies and watch Infinity War and Endgame in a row, and it's incredible. I know. I feel like uh like th- those two
1: movies together just like Cause they are boom boom right after one another. Like it's you could, I mean, it would be hard to watch all as a one movie, but like it's just perfect perfect streamline into the next one. You know, I couldn't think of what I was trying to say there. And like most of the time, when I'm trying to pick like group of movies, what's my favorite ones out of it? I almost always will pick the the last one just because I love unless it sucked i love like endings of stories you know what i mean and to me as long as you're doing everything right that should be one of the best if not the best in all the group because like you got this huge saga you're putting to an end it has to be good yeah unless like if not the rest of them are just kind of just like not a failure but
0: yeah it doesn't make sense but we we can hop off marvel real quick but i do want to say that In Endgame, when the first 10, 15 minutes went by and they already rolled up to Thanos, which was like one of the big things in the preview, which I thought would happen towards the end, they already roll up to Thanos and they chop his head off. I remember just looking at JT in the theater and and he looked at me simultaneously because... I had no idea what was going to happen next. I
1: know. When that happened, I was just like, okay, where are we going from here? I
0: had no idea on what direction it was going. It
1: kind of just made it seem like, um, all right, the world's fucked. And uh, they're just going to have to get used to it. Everyone they know died. Um, Yeah. yeah.
0: And, And then the most shocking part is then the next thing pops up and it goes five years later.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, I mean, what the hell? Look, uh, that happens, and then like, okay, so they've just been hanging out for the, five years. They
0: they just accepted it for which is crazy. Yeah, because yeah. like you know they had the support groups and everything like that. But normally a movie would go one, two years, but five like five was a significant. They're jump. just letting you know this shit's real. So to piggyback off the whole years thing. Everything is slowly starting to open up now with this coronavirus yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: How – because I don't – part of me thinks that everybody's going to be super, super positive and ju- jump right back into things, and I hope people do as long as they're smart about it. Um, me and JT just got buffs, and I, I, I think – when you're about to be in a big crowd, buffs might be the way to go. So you're not wearing a mask that looks funny, but you just have something. It's the things that you you put around your neck, and okay? Then you can pull, and yeah. those could be kind of stylish. I could see those being. A I new have tr- a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. I could see those being a new trend. But then another part of me is like, dude, it's going to be years before people start acting normal again.
1: Yeah, there's there's going to be a large amount of people that are just going to be paranoid. Regardless how long it's been, because like we've said before, like, it's not just going to vanish. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be around. So, of course, people are still going to worry. And I guarantee we still see people wearing masks and whatnot, I'd say, over the next year, which I might be exaggerating a little bit. But do
0: you think it should be mandatory or do you think it should be the person's choice? To wear a mask? Because that's, that's like, the um, big, big debate that I've been seeing, like, you know, the government's been telling people that, like, they can't work and everything like that, and how, you know, how can you make, how can you force somebody to do that if they feel safe and comfortable enough? I think it
1: should depend on the location, too. True. Um, like... Doctors' offices, I mean, I I can understand that. Um, I really think, like, in a bar scene, it would be hard to control making people wear masks. Um, There's just not enough people there to enforce it. Um,
0: But what, since you brought up bars, what I'm wondering, too, is if they'll try to enforce a capacity limit. Oh,
1: they're they're going to. They're, They're definitely going to. Um, I know uh, here soon. We d- we've been doing outdoor food <clears throat> this past week, and um, I know we're supposed to be starting inside dining here soon. And I know there's going to be a capacity thing. There's going to be you have to have so much distance in between tables. And I want to say we're, tops we're allowed to have is four people per per table damn so i mean there's going to be a lot of regulations um because you
0: you know in the beginning people will probably follow very strict but then then i think how with with as many establishments how are they going to be able to enforce that like when because you know some families they rely on their restaurant to survive obviously the more people in there the more money you make like that's it's common sense like do you think that there's a there's going to be a point where people are just like fuck it oh
1: definitely i mean there's already people like that yeah i mean it's just it's it's just i think i feel like that group's just gonna grow as time goes on um and honestly i don't like uh it might be i don't know if i'm weird for uh feeling like this but like it it's almost like, uh, I'm nervous, not because of the virus, but, uh, just in general from like not working for so long, kind of like nervous. I wouldn't say like scared or have a fear of it, but I'm definitely like weary about like going back to work. Like just cause just cause you, you haven't had to work. Yeah, yeah. Like it just feels weird. Like this just became a norm. Just,
0: uh, to, be, to be completely honest with you, I've talked about people going back to work, but I've never really thought of that aspect of, like, the mental state of it too because, like you're saying, you're so used to not having to go to work and getting paid, that is going to be a hell of a transition period. Yeah, and, like, a lot
1: of people, like me, being what, for example, like – i'm making more money sitting at home so i'm gonna have to make uh an adjustment not only going back to work but i'm gonna have to make spending adjustments
0: too now i'm working again yeah it's weird it's it's really weird um well and it's like things like this too that you know i i only got to work from home for like nine or ten days but i did notice because every morning at least right now it's clockwork i go to sheet's I buy specific water yeah. and two specific coffee drinks and it's almost like 8 or 9 bucks every morning and and now you're going to have to try to transition yourself back into that all that money that you were saving and you were yeah. like holy shit here's a lot more income now you're going to realize you're going to be yeah it yeah. it's it's a weird it's a weird mental it's a weird mental state and I've already
1: like even though it's only been a couple months like I've already developed like a solid routine in my days and i'm like very big and uh my i'm i'm a habitual person i have i have my routines and like i know i'm gonna have to take like a at least a week maybe two weeks to adjust to going back to the working routine like i i wake i set my alarm for 7:30 or eight o'clock i'm normally up by eight I play a couple... I mean, this sounds lazy. No, it but doesn't, like, it, man. I mean, I play, everyone's doing it. <laughs> I, know. I play a couple games of, of Warzone on Call of Duty. I go work out from, like, 10. I, I normally come home around 12, eat something, and then either go to the store if I need something, or I'm just hanging out. Like I know it don't sound like much of a routine, but it's something like you get used to. Yeah. And... Me being how I am with my habits and whatnot, it's definitely going to be not difficult, but like it's going to be a tedious thing getting back into the routine.
0: Yeah. yeah. And and even even though. You know your body is used to going and working out, so like it's it's used to being active. Yeah. Still being outside or inside for work for how many ever hours? That's gonna that's gonna be an adjustment period it's a for a your different body.
1: Type of active, you know. Yeah. Like when I work out, I'm like, it's full go for like an hour, not even an hour. And at work, I'm gonna be. Eight to ten to twelve-hour days, and it'll be either work your ass off for this many hours, then go slow, maybe work hard again. It's it's weird with how we work. We're either fucking going 100 miles an hour, or it's nice, relaxed days. And I had gotten used to that, and now I'm not used to it again. I'm just used to getting my hard work done in the morning and then chilling out the rest of the day so and once i go back to work i'm gonna have to change my workout schedule again too yeah i'm go after work and it doesn't like i know it doesn't sound like much to people but like that's just how i am no i i feel
0: yeah it takes me a minute and and what i what i wonder too i i heard this on one of the podcasts i was listening to this week is like the aftermath effects of all this that i didn't think of also you know, they know how many people are out of work right now and how many people are on unemployment and things like that. But what's going to happen when things open up and some of these small businesses can't survive and then they have to close down anyways because of the amount of time that they weren't allowed to be open? Right. I, I feel like there's going to be there's going to be a, a big chunk period where we see a, a lot of, you know, it'll be very unfortunate. And I I hope this doesn't happen uh, anybody at least around here that i know but there's going to be a lot of places that you know maybe aren't going to be able to survive even when they come back i yeah. I, I don't think our i don't think we really have any uh, our restaurants around here do a hell of a takeout business but i'm i'm more so talking about like i'm in the tobacco field so i see a lot of mom and pop gas stations and stuff like that that have been in their families for years and i i think even they're probably drowning so bad that even when things pop up there i how do you catch up yeah i
1: i i'm not name going name any place but I, I do know some places that are going going to struggle big time and and they i hope they do but they might not make it and it's kind of sucks because like they, we've been in this downtime and they're trying they're fighting trying to figure out ways to make it work and get ready get get re- get ready get ready cuz when we are able to be open again, we're going to have to go full go. we have to make our money back. And if they do, do all these preparations and then once it comes to time, they can't stay afloat still, like, that just sucks because it's been all this effort
0: and then it's going to be for nothing. Yeah, and what what's really going to hammer people is going back to our point about the capacity limits. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of these places are probably like, okay, you know, we're going to, we're gonna struggle here for a couple couple months, couple weeks, but when we get back, you know, we'll probably have to put you know, honest days work in, a lot of extra hours the first couple months, and you know, with with them cutting down capacity, you you would think you would hope that a lot of these small places do adapt to like a, a DoorDash or a Grubhub right. or Uber Eats type deal so they can still take advantage of those carry out uh for for maybe somebody you know, like a a young mother that has kids that can't just leave. You know what I mean? Yeah, like just yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah. So, you know, food can get to those kind of homes, and I I, I am hoping that because like do, the things like Doordash are incredible, man. Oh yeah. You know, like me, I'm just lazy. That's why I do it. But like <laughs> some people do shit like that because they have busy lives. They can't things- leave. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And well, speaking of being. Like, people stuck in their houses and can't leave. This is on a different note. Um, one of the reasons, and it sucks it has to be this way, but um, one of the reasons I kind of think shit needs to get back to normal is, um, I, I like, I hate to talk about this stuff, but um, there's a lot of, Kids and stuff in very unfortunate home situations, and being there I'm not attacking anyone but there's there this is getting you up there's bro. <laughs> there is some unfit people out there to be parents and stuff, and there's kids stuck at home, who knows what's happened to them when they're at home, who knows if they're eating. Some kids depend on going to school for for breakfast, for lunch, you know, and I mean, I like what's happening to them right now. It, they're they are probably having such a hard time, and nobody they, can help. Yeah, em. I mean, sh- there's really not anything in place for people to be checking up on that stuff. Yeah, and. I think when stuff does does get back to normal, it's going to be a huge, huge uh, benefit for those types of situations. Just there could be starving kids out there. There could be kids just in a bad home getting beat and stuff. Yeah.
0: I, well, I I I, mean, I I heard a wild stat today, and you know, luckily, luckily almost everybody that i know has had a relatively good come up we all come from relatively good families but this stat caught me off guard that before all this happened one in seven kids in america were like didn't have food yeah 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 so just think of what it's like now if one in seven kids before all this happened like you just said what what's like It's not like, like you said, it's not like there's a service where people bring food around for people that can't afford it.
1: Right, right. I mean, let's be honest, like a a handful of chips or pretzels or something is is not enough to get you through the day. And I feel like that's what a lot of kids and stuff are dealing with at home right now. I mean
0: yeah chips and a you know Dorito and maybe a one piece of ham
1: yeah yeah and I understand even when stuff's going back to normal we're we're about to be schools out for the summer which that that sucks too because like I was saying a lot of kids love going to school for that reason when they get to eat and they're out of a a bad home for, for most of the day yeah um Hopefully most a lot of those kids, or hopefully most of those kids, will at least get to go to, like, a summer camp or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and at least I feel like at least there should be a lot more mon- monitoring of homes like that once the system's back up and running status quo.
0: So it to me, it, it definitely feels like, that's what you're most worried about about all of this
1: oh i mean it's done it's it's up there um i was uh, earlier today i was i was kind of talking about stuff like this with some people and i kind of it kind of just thought about it um but yeah it's definitely a big concern of mine i mean it's (laughs) it's just a shitty situation
0: yeah it's i mean it's it's a it's a very valid point and it's unfortunately one of the things that i never even really thought about until today
1: yeah i mean like you're saying like uh, us and a lot of our friends and stuff haven't had to see that side of the world so we don't think of it yeah other that, that much and it sucks to even think about um but it happens it's always going to happen it always has and it's a. In a situation like we're in now, it's almost just like nothing
0: there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. I mean. And and I didn't fact check this, but I heard that I'm I'm pretty confident on this though, that some hospitals around the country have had to actually close down because they don't have enough patients yeah. in there. Yeah. And you know, people are losing their jobs there and they're having to close down because, you know, the non-elective surgeries and people don't want to go in there unless they have to. So some hospitals are going out of business.
1: Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to attack someone right now without naming this, the administration. It's a, it's, it's a messed up situation with uh, a bunch of people, a bunch of businesses and whatnot have been laying their employees off so they could collect unemployment. I know of a place that uh, basically, in my opinion, from the looks of it, they don't care about their employees. Um, Yeah. Instead of laying them off and letting them collect unemployment, they basically were just saying, we're not going to lay you off. You can still work one day a month. And say um, a kitchen staff person or... A janitorial person, um, and this is in the healthcare care yeah, field, yeah. Um, a hospital, say they can't come in for the day or something. You being a nurse or something, you can come cook for the day. You'll still get paid your nurse wages, but you're going to cook for the day for everyone. gonna Or you're going to clean the bathrooms and stuff that in my that like that is wild and you yeah, should be you ashamed don't go to, of yourself if you hear this you know who i'm talking about
0: and you don't go to school for that for years and pay yes, all that exactly. money to learn all that to clean a bathroom exactly <laughs> wow and
1: uh, like i said i'm not going to name the place but some people might know who i'm talking about what they do they hear it. they know i'm talking about you and you should be ashamed of yourself yeah that's
0: crazy <laughs> but Uh, I can another my dad actually told me this I don't know who told him and I haven't even took the time to look it up but I guess one of the big things now is I I don't want to say a lot because I don't know for sure but how he put it is that a lot of the new positive cases quote unquote of the coronavirus are people that have been. Which this makes sense, but people that have been locked up in their homes in quarantine because their immunity, you, you, you're not yeah immune, yeah immune. You're not immunity, you idiot. Immune system. Yeah yeah yeah. You know when you're, know you're when you're about. inside all day, you don't get that outside bacteria, pollen, yeah. air that your body's used to. So I it it, it could make a lot of people susceptible to yeah, the virus, right. which is what basically defines the definition of the second wave oh yeah which i hope that doesn't happen of course but it's so hard it's so so hard to really know what's happening because this it started in china whenever december january whenever you want to say it is it got here in march we're already in may we basically shut everything down in march and they're they're already trying to open everything up in may like with nature i mean i get it but like you know that shit's just d- not going to disappear and if there's no vaccine or there's no proven medicine that helps i mean don't get me wrong i want things to be open the economy needs to thrive i get it i'm not being naive on that end but i'm talking about the actual individual themselves i just hope that we're, we're not just all you know test dummies out there right um you really got to tiptoe around with
1: <laughs> with what's going on. You
0: you uh, do I mean. b- because like I I will stick to all my takes that I've that I've said on the juice box that I've said on here. I'll stick to them because at the time of what was going on at that point, the takes were accurate. Yeah. Now it is changing. It, it's rapidly changing. And that's a great thing that it's rapidly changing, but it's also rapidly changing when there's no medicine or anything. You know, like f- I know a lot of people die from the flu every year, but there's a I'm pretty sure there's a flu vaccine or flu shot that you can get every year to there is. help you survive that. There so, is. like, yeah, I, I you know, people say the flu's worse. I get it. I, I can say the flu does kill more people right now. But also, it kills that many people with a a flu shot that you can get. So
1: it is—it is a scary thing. Um, And I also heard—I'm not downplaying this virus at all, but um, I heard hospitals and stuff are get get paid more money. They get say yeah to say coronavirus killed them. So I do think. There is a certain
0: percentage of
1: deaths that were actually caused by other things, but they just happen to have yeah. the virus when they die.
0: Well, that's what Elon Musk was actually talking about with Joe Rogan. Elon Musk was on Joe's podcast again, and he said how they're, you know, he's like, you could be out surfing and have the coronavirus and get attacked by a shark, but if you yeah. die, they're going to say it was by the coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. So I, I, So they were saying, like you got to give the people the accurate stats. You can't try to inflate this number because if you inflate this number and you downplay it now and you get people thinking that stuff like this isn't serious, even though it might be mild than what they thought about before, but if you put in people's heads like inflating the numbers and and it's all wrong and then people realize you were inflating the numbers and they're like, holy shit, they're lying to us about that stuff too, and people don't take any of this stuff seriously – what makes you think anybody's going to listen the next time a big virus yeah. comes around?
1: And people are just going to start going all willy-nilly all over the place doing whatever they want and what
0: that in itself could cause a second wave. Exactly. And 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 that's and that's kind of that's kinda of what what I think about. Like, you know, I wanna I stick with science. It's so it's so hard to listen to the news because one channel says one thing and the one channel says the complete opposite. There's no website or anywhere you can go online where you're gonna get hundred percent accurate information. You just have to you have to be open minded and listen to both sides and, and create your own assumption. And that's why I can understand why some people don't think it's as serious as other people do i get it i'm yeah. not naive to that point you know i i i can see what they're talking about but then my worries is the aftermath of the mental like okay you're going to put th- put me through this as a 27 year old kid now well when i'm 35 or 36 and you guys try to do it all over again what what's going to what's going to make me what's my incentive on staying home if you guys are fucking with the numbers yeah
1: yeah and, um I'm waiting to see if, uh, like, cause he's, I'm sure you saw there's like a couple people that predicted, uh, pandemic attacks your lungs, it'll be like flu. I'm sure, I'm sure you saw people predict that like years ago. Yeah. But I'm waiting to see, um, if the rest of their predictions have been true. Like, uh, cause in the big picture, yeah, it it hit really fast and, in big picture time wise it's going down fast now it's only been like two months now we're on we're on a downward slope so they said it would hit real hard real fast and it would disappear real fast yep i'm waiting to see if it, it that's true it would disappear real fast i uh, one of them said it will not come back for 10 years and in 10 years it's going to hit even harder Real fast again, boom, 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 more people are going to die, and then it will disappear and never come back. I mean, I know it's a long way off, but I, I'm really kind of curious to see if that's actually how it plays out, because I, I'm weird. I would. It's almost like some time travel shit, you know? Dude, that, trust that, me. That
0: fascinates me. I feel you, and, and that's why... That's why, uh, hold on, I'm not going to get into this yet. But so far they've been right. I know, and it's so scary. And I've talked to Brady about this. We talked about it when we went to Florida. Um, you know, he was telling me, kind of talking to me about it because he's in the pharmacy, hospital. You know, they talk about all this shit, I guess. Yeah, I know, nerds, yeah, whatever. And there are viruses right now that they actually call super viruses because they're immune to everything.
1: Yeah, and he's yeah. like
0: though that's gonna that will come one day and that's what everyone's gonna have to be worried about and mm-hmm. then the stay on viruses too from a another source i was listening to joe rogan was talking to an animal expert guy he had on there and he was saying you know you know that um the chronic wasting di- disease in deers and elk yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, when yeah, they get yeah, it yeah. and there's no immunity to it you get it you rot and you die they like literally just
1: like decay yeah I,
0: I guess that virus they've been studying it and it looks so close it's getting it because you know viruses evolve just like humans yeah. do. it's getting so close to look like a virus that could jump from animal to human and they said they're real worried about that one too because i mean everybody knows the the this is a whole nother topic i could go on the deer population is so much and that's why i get so mad when people are against hunting the deer like if anything if you eat it great but it's population control like there's more of them than us and if there's that many deer out here with a potential virus that if i see a deer in my yard and i go outside that could jump to me that's a scary that's scary thing
1: to think about (laughs) and like something like that really does make you think of
0: like a zombie apocalypse seriously dude.
1: that would be wild but,
0: but but then then you could go into like the i don't want to call it the god the spiritual god take whatever it is is like you could look at it as if you're that type of person which you know I've listened to these takes I'm open minded to them that makes sense to me this is the earth fight trying to fight back with you know all the pollution and everything that we've put on of of us killing the earth that it's trying to say, like, hey, like, you guys need to stop, and it yeah. it got everything to shut down, and you saw Venice, the Venice Canal was cleared, it had fish in it first time in sixty years in L.A., the air pollution was gone, and you could see all the all the buildings. Someone told me that the ozone fixed itself from hmm. everything just being closed. So, excuse me. So if if you look at it from that aspect, that's a beautiful way to look at yeah. it too, yeah. because. The Earth's trying to help us out, like, "Yo, guys, you guys need to chill out, or this shit's gonna disappear."
1: Like self-correction, exactly. And yeah, I hope all that stuff's true. I mean, we really we need some environmental fixes, that's for sure. Um, Shit's just been taken for granted, really.
0: Um, Do you think? Do you think more people? Because I, I mean, I know this is a hope, but I'm asking you because, you know, people sometimes we have too much faith in people. People are wild. But do you think more people will come out of this a little nicer than before they went into it? Do you think people uh, will appreciate things? you think they'll say like or, or do you think it's just going to go right back to normal?
1: I I, I really hope so. Um and yeah, I do I do think a lot of people will, but at the same time I there's always going to be that group of assholes. Yeah. There, <clears throat> there's really nothing you can do about that. It's just people and how people are throughout all of history there's always been assholes no matter what goes on. But I de- I definitely do think <clears throat> a lot more people are going to be a little bit more grateful, a little nicer. Um I'd like to say, not that I'm an asshole, but I'd like to say I'm definitely will appreciate things a little more, like being able to go hang out with people, little things, going going to a gym, going to sit down for dinner at a restaurant. It's it like a lot of that's taken for granted, and uh, a lot of people now just need to realize that. uh, all that stuff can't well, isn't going to be around forever. I mean, yeah,
0: and I I hope too that it creates an environ environment around where you know people people will take human to human interaction more genuinely yeah. and seriously. Yeah, exactly. You know, they'll put their phones away. You'll sit down and you'll actually have an intellectual conversation other than hey how are you what's been go-, you know what's been yeah. going on this past week yeah. you know you'll you'll sit down and you'll my hope is you'll want to kind of like this you'll want to talk yeah. to your friends more you'll want to talk about topics that are going on in the world even if you're not into politics i don't think you you or i are big in politics but we we talk about it, it it's right. you know it goes yeah. on in the world it's conversations to be had so i'm hoping that when you get around your group of friends, one, two, you know, a bunch, there, there's just, there's less, less phone and awkwardness and more conversation. Yeah. Be grateful,
1: people. Uh, get him intimate, intimate. Pitter patter. Let's get at her. Let's connect. Let's make these cookies crumble. Love it. Let's bake. Love it. Love, love. it. Love it. Bake All love.
0: love. <laughs> Big trust.
1: <laughs> dude i was thinking about that the other day that, that intro uh, um, i've been trying to think of something to top that i don't know if i ever will dude. but uh,
0: uh, on football man nfl released their schedule i mean yeah. nothing
1: changed you know i, I love it they're, thank god they're they're still loaded as normal and we just i'm just waiting to see if they're going to let people – well, as of now, they're they're still selling tickets. I know that.
0: I know for a fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers are – their season ticket holders are still paying.
1: Yeah, I was I was looking at uh, tickets. Me and Luke were looking at tickets for um, the Raiders home opener out in Vegas. I don't know if I'll go. I want to go. But uh, it's a pretty penny for nosebleeds.
0: <laughs> well, you got to think too. A lot of people are going to always come to see the Raiders play just because they're going to be in LA or uh Las Vegas now. I mean, that that city itself brings in people from all over the world all the time whether it's gambling. Uh I mean, I have never been out there, but I I heard the atmosphere is just electric out there and people people go out there to visit and vacation all the time. So, you know, That was a big move for the Raiders for sure because now every time somebody goes to Vegas and it's football season, you know, if you're going to spend all that money, why not go see a football game while you're out there? Right, right.
1: I'm definitely going to try to go out for at least uh, one game um, this year. I I don't know which one. Uh, I I would really like to go to the home opener, but uh, I mean – I I think it was like $600 for some nosebleeds. So that's like the cheapest ticket.
0: And Dude, but then again, I know it's 600 bucks, but you're 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 also going for a historical moment too, though.
1: Oh, yeah. First, first game First some game in that stadium. I really want to see that stadium from cuz from the outside it looks unreal. Oh, the dude. Death Star? Unreal. Um there's been a couple of different games I've been talking about going to um with people. I know we we play the Bucks there and uh uh someone I know is a Bucks fan. We were talking about that. Um I know we've talked about going out for a Denver game. I mean, It'd be incredible. I'm anxious to see how they do there, really. Uh I don't know if I want to say they're going to light it up this year, first year in Vegas, but I definitely they. I think they should at least. I don't see any reason why they, they can't make the playoffs, and that's. I know it sounds crazy because, like, it's the Raiders. I know, but I mean, they just they got plenty of talent. I can't yeah. fucking understand the, it. The
0: biggest, the biggest chess piece that you guys moved now. Heading into the future, moving there is a hundred and twenty percent going to affect free agency decisions on what city yeah, you want to go to. Too. Yeah. So yeah. if you got big, if we got big time free agents that haven't been signed by their teams or you know can still go, you know, uh, entertain other offers, who wouldn't want to? I mean, I I'm not ripping Buffalo, but like or New England, you could even use like a cold cold weather team. Why not hop out to Las Vegas, where you don't have to ever worrying about playing in the cold when you're at home, and you're living in one of the probably most famous cities in the world. I know.
1: I've never been to Vegas. You I, neither. I uh, I kept I kept saying I was going to go. I was actually supposed to go this uh, this honestly, like right around now. Um. For my brother's bachelor party, but... That would have been sick. Yeah, I I mean, obviously,
0: (laughs) shit happened, Um, but... He's referring to the coronavirus. Yeah. (laughs) If if, uh, anybody listening has no idea what's going on, if you've been locked in your home for years and you're just coming out and the first thing you decided to listen to is the tobacco pipe, there is a lockdown virus going on in the world, so buckle up.
1: (laughs) We're almost through it, guys. We're almost through it. Um, honestly, I don't know how much longer <laughs> I can take it. I I get it; it's a real thing, but it, it's it's even.
0: I I mean, and you know, like sometimes I I do say tell myself all the time that I'm sick of talking about it, but then sometimes I talk about it, and it kind of does make you feel better when you put things in words yeah. on how you feel about it, but. I'm even, like, it'll even be a weird adjustment period going to, like, a house or somewhere where there's a bunch of people, around a bunch of people. Because you'll feel safe and confined and, not confined, safe and comfortable in somebody's house that you know, your house, when you're having a bunch of people over. But then it's just, now you have to think about the people factor, too. Oh, I know. Um I've, I feel
1: like I've definitely noticed um, a little about ba- uh, I stumbling over my words, guys. I, I feel like I've definitely noticed a little bit of uh, what's the word for it? Um, Uneasiness. Well, yeah, that. <laughs> but like on the news, I feel like over the past week or so, there's been a little bit less and a little bit less talk about it. Yeah, like I haven't seen. I mean, I didn't watch the news
0: all day today, but I really didn't see anything at all today about it. Well, I I think one one big thing that's taken people's minds off of it now, I don't know if you've watched any of it, but the Michael Jordan documentary is just phenomenal.
1: I haven't, and the only reason I haven't is because, like, the night it premiered, I did not watch it, and I don't want to watch any of it until i can see it from the beginning and i don't know how i can go back and watch it i don't know if they'll have it on
0: espn's app i think that they they should have it on espn's app because it is an espn yeah so well didn't you say you got the the hulu disney and ESPN? yeah 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 well, so since I, you have I might ESPN, go on
1: there and check honestly
0: yeah since you have espn plus i definitely think you'll be able to get those okay. on there but it, it's uh i think six episodes have been out I think there's nine, maybe yeah, nine episodes I believe, nine or ten. So it, it it's been incredible because it's not it it's not really anything about basketball. Like if somebody wouldn't want to watch it because they don't like basketball or they don't know anything about basketball, it's like nothing to do with the like the technique or anything of the game. It just has to do with the behind the scenes of Michael Jordan's. Come up in the beginning, his his seasons when, when they were up on the verge of winning the third title, and then the seasons of when they're on the verge of winning the sixth title. So the only only thing is, is you have to be dialed in because it bounces back on the timeline pretty pretty frequently. But it's a lot of a lot of behind the scenes of like how Michael was in practice, you know, how he was as a person, um, how how he just he just found a way to win like how how he would I wouldn't even say motivate players because I, I think it would I think I would call it how he would scare players into playing their best and it's just it's incredible it touches on his gambling and everything like that and it's I I, I don't and I didn't know much about Michael Jordan you know we we grew up in the Kobe Kobe and the LeBron era so it is, it's amazing to see what Michael did, and it, it kind of – it's hard for me. I hate to talk about the GOAT decision now just because, you know, this year's yeah, sensitive because yeah. Kobe, but it, it's, hard, it's hard for me not to sit here and say that I don't think he's the best player ever after how he's getting his team to perform, like what, right. is, what his antics were. And
1: like you were saying, I know – we we really never got to watch him in his prime. All we see is highlights and but at the same time I really still think he he's the best ever. I I'm, I'm nowhere near a bas- basketball uh, expert. Me neither. Let's put let's put that on record. But um it's like you're saying like his whole team around him performed. I mean, he was he was very unselfish. A lot, from what I heard, a lot of the times uh, he he didn't even want to take the last shot. Like he he, he just he wanted to win. The, yeah, exactly. And he knows, like he knows they're gonna be double teaming me. Hit Steve or
0: hit Rodman. Yeah, you know, yeah, right? yeah. Um, and it, it it's cool too because you see kind of game plans with that stuff. But a whole other dynamic is mj's relationship with the gm and i'm not even gonna i i I don't know if jerry Krause is his name you may have seen it or heard it on social media but that that relationship and the fact that they were still winning i mean you're a sports guy and i know you're a football sports guy you played football you know you know what it means when the players get along players and coaches get along players and upper people get along Mm, makes things a lot
1: easier (laughs) and the fact that that
0: dynamic wasn't there i think will shock you because it shocked the hell out of
1: me i what episode are they on right now do you know so
0: sunday sunday is seven and eight
1: okay okay so I'm, so you, I you might try if i if i can find you i might try to catch up before then
0: oh you could catch up because if say you went home you put on one episode you'll definitely watch it, it's basically they're paired up in twos so far i noticed that so I noticed that. so you'll you'll definitely watch at least two of them and and i i think like i just said for you being a sports guy i i think you'll find it very very interesting because you don't ever hear stories of relationships like that I like behind-the-scenes
1: stuff yeah. a lot. I, lo- I love it. And I'm not trying to take anything away from Kobe and LeBron. They're, they're both amazing players. But, like, I just feel like Michael Jordan, man, I mean, he was revolutionary.
0: And he, I, he changed the game. I
1: really wish I could have seen him actually play game-to-game uh, game like we see these guys now and i just i feel like his uh at least speaking about lebron i think jordan's attitude was a lot better um you know lebron's a nice guy and everything but i feel like jordan's a lot m- more uh selfless yeah uh, as, as long as the 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 team's winning, he's happy. Yeah, and um, I feel like uh, LeBron's—I don't want to say crybaby—but he—I—I I don't. I feel like I've just seen his emotions go a little too haywire, too much.
0: Yeah, you you and I here because I I, I know you don't know this because well, you might you might have thought about this, but. I didn't think about it until all this stuff coming out. The only prop that I'll give LeBron right now is he had to grow up, and and it is crazy now in the year 2020 that you know we associate people with with this, but he, LeBron had to grow up in the social media age, right? Right. So right, right. he's always on display, which gives me. I respect LeBron, just like you said, I respect yeah, his game. Everything yeah, like yeah. that. But it gives me more of a more of a uh I guess the words respect. I wish I could think of another word, but it gives me a higher opinion of him because I couldn't imagine dealing with the social media scrutiny too, if yeah, that makes sense. No,
1: I understand what you're saying. And it's kinda interesting because I know Jordan wasn't a saint, so I wonder how it would be if he had to deal with that stuff? Because it d- it definitely has to make things a little bit easier, not having that stuff around, just like focusing on your game and whatnot, not having to like worry about PR stuff all the time. Well,
0: and that's, I mean, it's it's not a spoiler, so I am going to tell you, but obviously you know he retired, he took the two years off and then came back. Yeah, Everybody knows yeah, that, yeah, yeah. but I didn't realize one of the big reasons was for that what you just said he he couldn't handle all of the media and everything after games and like the entourage to He he just couldn't mentally handle that so that is that to me is eye-opening for what you just said because if he couldn't just handle that yeah, what you know, it could and, and you know, I hate when people do that. Well, what if, you know, what if LeBron played in this era, played in this era, blah blah blah, but with this, it's like wh- how how bad would that have negatively affected Michael Jordan's game? Right. Um is my point. I mean, you never know, really.
1: Um uh and I feel like a lot of people like to – and I'm going to say it again. I think LeBron is top three all time. I don't know where I'm play, going back and forth with him and Kobe just because – so it's um, it's a hard decision for me. And personally, I feel like I don't know enough about basketball to make that decision. Yeah. And you could,
0: But still, you can still have an opinion. Yeah, that that's what that's what I hate too. Though it's like people, people are like, "Oh, dude, you know nothing about it, so you're not allowed to formulate an opinion." We because right. I don't know that much about it either. Yeah, but, but the one—I mean, I know this has nothing. I mean, I guess it kind of does. But the one big decision that always helps me decide between LeBron and Kobe is be, Kobe did have talent around him. A lot yeah, of players he do have, did, but. When LeBron had the chance to go one on one with Kobe in the finals, yeah. he co- he couldn't get past the yeah. white, yeah, and honestly, I feel like a lot of people like to say like,
1: "Oh, LeBron didn't have the weapons around him, Jordan did, and Kobe did, and let's be honest, he went to the heat he didn't do shit what other weapons do you need i know like i they did win they did win the one i think they it won was, two
0: or two or three. Oh, i thought it was just one see what, that goes to show well you. they I, I know they won multiple but they didn't win as many as
1: yeah you would not, assume
0: they would not two not three exactly not, not 17 and, <laughs> and 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 like you can say with lebron when he led the the, when he was real young and led him to the finals against the Spurs. Yeah. He didn't have any weapons there. No, he didn't. So, he didn't. for that one sole championship, I can give you that argument. Yeah. But when he when he went to the Heat and
1: then when he went back to the Cavs, the Cavs were not a bad... They had him, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love. I know, like, some people say, oh, he's not a superstar, but...
0: He's pretty fucking he, good.
1: Uh, I, I, I definitely think... He was an all-star, for sure. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I, they just really didn't, he, it didn't impress me.
0: And and that's and, what's weird, because the next year, did, I, I can't remember if they played two or three years in a row. I want to say they played three, but part of me was going to be safe and say two. But I think they played three years in a row, maybe. And that's why it was so crazy to me when LeBron won the one title in Cleveland. I'm pretty sure Kyrie and Kevin Love were hurt for that final <laughs> series, and that's what was yeah. so crazy. It's, but but yeah, but then again, I don't know. It's so
1: it's weird. Like I feel like he almost does better when he he doesn't have to share the floor with other all stars. And you know what I mean. And that's
0: why in and, the beginning I thought he'd be good at LA. But I think they can still make a run. But then you pull in Anthony Davis. Then yeah. Then who are they gonna pull in next? Yeah, exactly. And that, like,
1: and honestly, that kind of is at least I'm just thinking of it now. That's another big difference. Like, can you still perform when you got all stars around you? Like Jordan, Pippen, and Rodman, Steve Kerr, they dominated people together. Yep. And that's another like. It's almost like, and I'm not trying to hate on him. I'm really not because I I really like LeBron. Um, it's almost like he has to play selfish to win. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like and it, and two, I love that we're talking about basketball because I really don't ever talk about basketball. But I it, don't either. It's very I don't interesting. Think it's showing. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's very interesting though because I personally feel like. If you're gonna be LeBron James, and you're gonna go to LA, where a great just retired there, one of the greatest players to ever play the game. Yeah. If you don't go there and win, I mean, I, what, what what's now? I get it. You're trying to get out to LA. They you're were trying not to get good. Yeah, you're <laughs> you're trying to get into the movie business. Like I get it. If you're trying to v- venture off that way, great. But you still should probably worry about basketball since that's. I know it's not where you make all your money, but that's where it all started. I feel like if he doesn't win there, I, it it kind of it kind of docks him even more. But then if he does win there, then I'm going to give him a lot more praise. Yeah. Well,
1: obviously, I mean, if, but if but it you would win. <laughs> it would be crazy
0: though because he would have Cleveland, Miami, yeah, and LA. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Th- that's what I mean. Winning titles in th- at at in three different uniforms that's crazy in oh any yeah sport. that's awesome i mean
1: i honestly can't think of any anyone that's done that in maybe baseball yeah because they p- bounce around be, so much could but, be
0: baseball but three i mean he hasn't even done it yet but i mean like like you said and and the big sports nobody i
1: can't think of anyone that's done that no i i mean even two's is amazing. Even <laughs> yeah, two's is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um I uh, I would like to see uh I'm I I would like to see him do more with the other all-stars around him. I'm just going to say that. Um it's almost like he, he let pressure get to him, I guess.
0: Um I I I, don't, I I just I don't understand. I I see where you're going with that because part of me part of me sits here and it's like those all stars are going there because they want to play with you. Yeah, exactly. They don't want to play for the team. I guess it was a different situation. D-Wade was already in Miami, but most of the time they come there to play with you. So you would think you shouldn't have any inner turmoil when it comes down to the end of the game that you should be the one making the big play yeah yeah um
1: and uh, again that's what i like about jordan i mean he's these other people around him are eating too i mean i'm not gonna i'm not saying like kyrie and love didn't around lebron it's just like
0: it's not nearly as
1: much. Yeah, and right?
0: I, I won't spoil this for you, but once you learn what you're about to learn about Scottie Pippen and how—I don't want to go too far—but how disrespected he was, it's going to blow you away. Yeah.
1: See, I—I I, again, I like—I don't—I don't know much about it. I just know from what I've seen on old old films, old highlights and I do know he's very good and uh Rodman I it was a fucking beast. I I loved uh I loved him when he was with uh the Pistons. The,
0: the I, I always forget that he was like real young on the bad boy pistons yeah. when they were winning. I and think. he was
1: a big key. Yeah. Big key. I honestly that's one of my favorite uh, NBA teams, the Bad Boy Pistons. I love that. Uh, it is a 30 for 30, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I love that one. Um, And uh, I re- like you were saying before, we only really got to see uh, Jordan when he was old, <laughs> one of the Wizards. and
0: And I, I wasn't even a big basketball guy, so I don't even really yeah, remember
1: that. I do remember, like hearing oh michael jordan's coming back he he was the best ever and i mean don't get i'm not gonna say didn't play good for the wizards but like being a little kid watching it like he he didn't have what he used to have yeah and i'm just like this is really like the best player ever but back then i didn't really understand always older and all that stuff. Yeah,
0: but, you're just tuning in to see the show that everybody yeah, talked about. Yeah, I feel it. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can we'll, we'll hop off NBA since we just went s- stray into a beautiful topic that we never talk about but I'm so pumped yeah. we just I did. probably
1: made myself sound like an idiot. Dude,
0: <laughs> Nah, dude, it was great because I don't ever get to talk about it, but um we'll go we'll circulate back to movies here. You know, since we've all been kind of laid up, I watched a movie. It's not a Netflix original, but it was just put on Netflix from uh, 2018. Den of Thieves. Dude, I don't know why.
1: I just had the craziest feeling you were going to say that because I watched it last night.
0: That's one of the best movies dude, I've ever
1: seen. It was so fire, dude. And I, I had the weirdest. That, that's Ice Cube's son. is Yeah. It? Yeah. I I had the weirdest feeling there was a lot more to him, I, like I I don't well it is two years old I don't know if I if I should do spoils but three two one go spoiler alert. <laughs> this dude was a mastermind dude. like uh, like the whole time he's playing the, he's playing this this dumb dude with the cops and. Uh, I, I I definitely thought those cops were going to be dirty cops. Um, oh, me too. I mean, they were they were straightforward cops. They're just like gangster cops. But um,
0: I don't even know, dude. Um, it, so it, I like, the the best way that I can put it is. Normally when I normally when I'm sitting I mean this is terrible but this is just how the world is now. Normally when I'm sitting by myself, 9 times out of 10 I'm probably on my phone. I'm probably yeah, on Instagram, yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So this was one of normally when I put on a movie and I'm by myself, I don't normally pay attention to yeah. it as much. I was locked in, dude. I sat my phone down, watched the entire thing through. And and I I just sat back afterwards and I don't I might have remembered a commercial for it, but I don't ever remember.
1: I really, I feel like when I saw the name, I was like, Den of Thieves. This sounds kind of familiar, but I've never seen it. Um, and I don't remember any advertising for it. For some reason, I just remember the name. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, that beginning scene of it when they're they're stealing that armored truck, the empty one. And I don't know why. I really got into listening to them yelling to each other, talking. And I'm like, these dudes are are definitely going to be some ex-military dudes because the cops are coming up. They're like, contact left, contact right, yeah, and, yeah, and like mag change, all that shit. And um, I always, I, I for some reason, I, I love when movies do that, uh, like ex-military guys going uh, into some like tactical bank robbers or whatever. Yeah, I, I love that stuff. Um,
0: it's it. I don't know we'll keep talking about den of thieves but a movie like that uh triple frontier that's a netflix that's, original. A good, that's really good it's, i've seen that it's kind of like kind of if you've seen that not den of thieves i think den of thieves is way better but that's kind of the vibe that you get yeah yeah
1: they're and, just trying to rob some drug
0: lord. yeah dude. and at a at the end of the movie wasn't that michael bisping sitting at the bar and L- wasn't that too UFC fighter oh, sitting at the bar at the end? I thought he looked I think it might have been and, this and pin, it was the, someone else. Said, the Diamond
1: Exchange guy.
0: Yeah and, yeah, and and there was another there was another one that they zoomed in on sitting on the other side that is de- was definitely a UFC fighter but I don't know that dude's name but I uh, recognize him. I'm going to have to watch it again. I don't remember another guy. Um but Ice Cube's son
1: like uh I don't know why. Like I, I had a weird feeling. Like some, I didn't, I, I didn't know that he was gonna be like a mastermind or something. I, I, I had a feeling where like his part was gonna be deeper. Like when he's bartending and uh, Gerard Butler being the cop, which he's there, thick in yeah, this movie. yes, very. Uh, fifty Cent looks like a beast too. He's They're all huge. thick boys, like muscular huge. thick boys. And um, the the their one friend, he plays Cheddar Bob on Eight Mile. Oh yeah, he's a skinny little like crackhead on Eight Mile, and he's just jack. Yeah. in this movie, um, Cheddar Bob <laughs> shot himself. That's <laughs> all I could think about the whole time. <laughs> I'm waiting for uh, fucking three fifty seven to go off in his pants. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. But, uh, like they're at the bar, and I noticed that uh like the big Hawaiian dude that's part of the group he does like the technical like communication stuff for him and whatnot. I noticed he's sitting at the bar with uh with a couple of the guys. I'm like, why is he the only one there yeah yeah i'm I don't know why i'm th- I don't know where it's going, but I mean later on in the movie, you find out they're friends from way back playing some sport and um when they're actually doing the robbery at the Federal Reserve, and uh, he drops the money down that shredder shoe, not shredded, and the garbage truck driver goes, and he's pulling the dumpster, and he's he's sweating so hard and looks so nervous, and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself the whole time, there is something going on here, because in their plan... Like that dude's not even supposed to know the money's there. Yeah, he's supposed to be a random truck driver, and they're gonna rob the garbage truck. And um, as soon as uh, I saw him pass the other one, I was I was like, these dudes are about to get the wrong truck. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, they end up that ends up happening, but like, um, that part to me just it was just like. What, like, something's going on? Something's going on. I don't know this. I don't know why this dude is so nervous when he's not even part of the team, he has no idea what's going on. Why is he so nervous being a garbage truck driver? And, yeah, lo and behold,
0: (laughs) I I got a question for you. So, we're kind of naive to this stuff because, like, shit like that doesn't happen here where we're from, right? Never really hear stories about it. But, do you think that there are groups, that form of ex-military or ex-marines Probably. that pull heists like that in real life? Probably. And you never
1: really hear about big bank heists and stuff anymore. It's like It's like a thing of the past. And you keep, there's all these movies that keep being made about them. Um, but you got to think, there's, like a lot of these military people, like highly trained like special ops people, they come back and like, it's all, I'm not... Saying like they're nothing, but like they're not, they don't, they didn't get paid enough. They got to work their ass off. They're still. disrespected. Yeah. They got to work their ass off still when they get home. And I, I would definitely believe that there's, there's groups of them around uh, somewhere that definitely are pulling some stuff like that. And uh, even I'm if not it's not here in the it. States. I'm, yeah, I'm not against it at all either. I mean, in my opinion,
0: they have earned way more than they were given you know i mean it's not a bad take honestly and i mean of course yeah i mean you know it is weird to say like you can understand why people would do quote unquote bad things to get money but it's like like you said those a lot of those dudes you know they they put their asses on the line for us here i mean that's just the fact now you know, it, it may be different. I, I, I'm not good with any military stuff, but I, it may be different. Maybe back in the day, you, you know, you would actually have more gunfights and shit like that. I don't know. Maybe there are a lot here and they just don't tell us, which is probably a big possibility. And that's why they <laughs> come back all screwed up like that. That's the reality of it, too. But I, I, I understand the the mental mental thought of it being all right for these guys to go and take theirs. Yeah, I mean. I'm not I don't wanna
1: say like they have a right, but I mean I understand where they'd be coming from. Like they think they deserve stolen money.
0: I'm not saying they deserve stolen money, but they deserve more. It's kind of like the Joker mindset for me. Is the best way to explain it the new Joker movie like I can understand why he's doing yeah. what he's doing, like kind of just comparing it to like that. I can understand the thought process, right,
1: right, right. right. And,
0: and imagine too—you know for a fact there's gangs of lawless cops like that oh, in America for sure. too, for sure. Imagine that gig. You, th- I feel like that would kind of be a very nerve wracking gang or gig because you gotta essentially like act like gang members oh yeah people around like it's you'd be
1: oh you gotta look over your shoulder for bad guys and the the cops (laughs) because i mean you're stealing shit yeah i mean i'm sure uh in some cases like dirty cops are going against like their partners and stuff to the point it might get them hurt so i mean Do I don't know.
0: That'd be sketchy. I'd almost rather just be a bad guy. Do you think there's a lot of dirty cops still to this day in America, um, or or do you think that's probably something that's dwindled as, as the feel technology like there's, there's gets greater?
1: Some somewhere. I don't know if there's a ton of them, but there's definitely there's got to be groups of them. Some places like smaller towns and whatnot where they're not monitored as much. In bigger cities, I don't. I don't I feel like it would be hard to get away with. Yeah. And like, I mean, back in the day, it might have been easier. Like, you got that 7-5 uh, documentary or whatever on Netflix. Like, yeah, the back then up in New York City. Uh, did, did you ever see that? Uh-uh. It's like, uh, I think it's like the 80s, like the big, like, crack. Crack cocaine, like, pushing New York. It was during that time, there. this group of cops from the 75th Precinct in... Uh, New York they're as dirty as dirty gets and they're making
0: it's a documentary,
1: yeah, it's very good a uh, damn I might have to check it out. it's very good um they like it started out this dude just like uh basically found some uh drug money and like he found out like where money was at, and him and his partner basically just without like warrant without telling anyone just being cops cuz no one's going to tell him not to go in there. Yeah. They just knocked in the door, stole money and left. And then at the end of the day, he ends up be- being a uh, cop he's running protection for like one of the biggest drug lords in New York. Holy the, like shit. protecting his his uh caravans, his shipments and stuff. He's getting paid like back then like 10 grand every uh shipment or whatever Damn. i mean this dude was a load i forget his name um him but i mean him and his partner aren't friends anymore yeah uh, his partner eventually realized like they were doing some fucked up shit but they were they were literally just like find out where people were selling drugs and had big stashes of money they'd just get their group or like four or 5 cops knock the door and beat the shit out of them and take their money and leave holy shit they had so much money um and the dude's in the documentary like the main dude he he tells the whole story and everything
0: he's just laughing you you (laughs) would you would have to think too now i i guess with opioids it could be a little different because those are probably all of them get made in the United States and there's weeds not a big deal anymore so nobody really worries about that but you would think like the big heavy hitter drugs in a much larger spectrum there would have to be some dirtiness going on for those drugs to always be able to get here yeah
1: yeah <laughs> i mean it that i mean people are just way too smart <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah they do bust but like you know par-
1: party they, They they 100% let a lot of smaller stuff go to get the big bus. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I have no doubt in my mind about that.
0: It's just crazy. And, you know, I've thought about it a lot more the older I've gotten from shows like Narcos and things like that. But it's amazing to me how long this process and how long this war on drugs has been going on. Oh yeah, and and never has there been a um, res- like nothing's been resolved. It's still it still goes on to this day. I don't know if it'll ever end. Honestly, I mean, there's
1: always going to be people selling them, wanting to make big money. There's always going to be people wanting to use them, and there's always going to be people wanting to stop it. I mean
0: and i I know it's I know it sounds crazy, and you know some people wouldn't even entertain the option, but when you think about it, I think it's Portugal that did this. They decriminalized all drugs, yeah, and a lot of their drug problems, drug crimes, overdoses went down way down yeah. because they were able to govern the drugs and make sure that they were clean drugs you would be able to go test your drugs out before you used them and shock i mean shockingly enough with all the hard stuff that's out there heroin meth whatever it may be it lowered everything because people were taking quote-unquote healthier drugs i know i know there's a country
1: i want to say it's canada Um, don't quote me on that. I just think that's what country it is. You're talking
0: Um, about our brothers to the north, eh? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Hey, great healthcare. (laughs) (laughs) Great healthcare. But, um, they have, uh, like little clinics and like for drug addicts and stuff. Um, they literally go there, they pick their drug of choice and they get to use it there. And there's someone there to, in case like something goes wrong, they can help them. And basically, it's like, it's. I think it it, is Canada. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Canada. Like, you want some heroin, you go into the clinic, you can shoot up there or whatever. And uh, it's made their overdoses go way down, the crime rate. I mean, it's kind of, it's weird. Like, you kind of got to. Fight it by letting it happen, just under your control.
0: And I was gonna say, that's perfect. You said that because normally, rarely, I don't think ever, there's been a problem resolved as to just making the problem acceptable. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's what you would be doing. Yeah, you would literally say, which I get why people are against this, obviously, but yeah, they yeah, would yeah. say you know, we've been doing this for 40, 50, I think it started 70s or 80s, whatever, 40, 50 years, and now 50 years later down the road, you're just going to say, okay, go ahead. But then the problem is people that think that way, like I just said, understand why you think that way. They don't think about the other aspect of what, what could essentially positively happen for people that have those problems if you would put clinics like Canada has, right, right, and I, I'm not saying
1: um, I'm I'm not for it or against it. I'm just like saying it, it has helped them, um, and I don't know if it's a permanent solution, but it's a start, and obviously it, it's going in the right direction because on like everywhere we've heard about or seen about. Uh, them doing this type of technique or whatever it's it's been helping them tremendously successful like the, the decriminalization or the clinics or whatever um at least it's a start to getting all these crime rates and overdose and whatnot down now and then you can it gives you it gives you time to think about what's the next step to fix try to
0: permanently fix this problem yeah like a software update or like a (laughs) something like that yeah yeah exactly but i i would love to see the actual statistic i don't know if you could even find this probably but what the stats are of like what marijuana crime or anything that used to go down with you know, weed being illegal in America. Now that it's legal some places, I'd like to see if it if it's helped that stuff because you yeah. you know there there definitely is still dirty weed, the black market weed. You, you can make more money selling it that way. It's still there, but I I would love to see if that w- with the little sample that we have in the couple states helped anything or not.
1: I, I'd have a hard time believing it hasn't. Helped, yeah, honestly. Um, and just like there hasn't been like as men as much um like big drug lords and stuff like violent drug lords trying to smuggle it damn but that's much, wild you're right i like i feel like it's it's become more of a in country grown and sold here type thing now don't get me wrong there's de- there's definitely still like uh Drug lords trying to do a little bit with it, but they've really turned their attention to bigger, harder drugs. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn that—that is true. I mean, you know, growing up, we always was there. I'm trying to think while we were alive if we had somebody before El Chapo, but I think El Chapo was the whole time. I can't think of anyone. And and he's he's crazy because he's like broken out of prison three times (laughs) and like. But what's wild is when it's crazy when nothing's going on in the world, what crazy news that we get from other countries. Mm-hmm. But now that f- something serious is like this going on, we don't hear anything about any countries anymore. <laughs> like like every day it would be like oh Russia did this, China did this, all oh, this is happening in Germany, all oh, Mexico, Canada, you know, and now it's just corona. For once, we're worrying about ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Damn. It's about time. <laughs> For but, real. But, yeah, man, that's uh, I – I don't know, man. I think that's a good place to just wrap it yeah. up. I'm cool. So you guys check us out. Uh, we're going to try to set a permanent release date. We'll drop them Wednesday morning, 6 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, it's on the Juicebox feed. Um, listen, catch up to all those episodes as well catch up on all of ours it's all in the same place on itunes and i imagine it's set up pretty much the same way on spotify uh check out our website www.thejuiceboxpod.com um you can find me on twitter and instagram at juice nixon underscore and yeah just listen to us support us you know i I'd, i'd love to know who who listens if we could get a couple screenshots it's Something I was looking at and thinking about today because you know you can see how many listens you get, but you always wonder who's actually listening. So be yeah be cool to see. But uh yeah, man, check us out. Doopy send us out, baby. All right,
1: all right. Thank you, uh Libby Distributors. You're making my butt feel great. Uh, <laughs> um, beautiful. But uh you can follow me at uh Father Dibs on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Snapchat, JD Dupes. Uh, Twitch, JD Deplaga. Hey guys, yesterday I had a solo and trio win. Come pow. see me. Facebook, Jean Deplaga. I love you guys.
0: Bye. Bye.